0: Welcome and greetings career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love the career spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius recognizes your value and pays you what you're worth if you're ready to learn more schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes be sure to follow me on exclusive career coaching on facebook Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn and lisa.edwards on Instagram. Greetings. Happy New Year for those of you that didn't get my Happy New Year last week, but we are back and we are going strong for 2023. Last week, I did an episode on goal setting in your professional life, although there were plenty of examples for your personal life, and how to make sure that you achieve that goal, how to set yourself up for success. And for some of you, you may want help with that goal, particularly, you know, if it's a goal that it makes sense to get a coach, a professional to help you with it. For others of you, you may want to make a a career change, job change, and maybe you want to position yourself for success in your current role. And those are all great reasons to hire a coach. So I wanted to dedicate an episode to helping you find the right coach for you. I think Increasingly, coaching is a pretty common activity. People know what coaching is, they understand it. We're past the days of, like, what do you mean? Do you play a sport? <laughs> it's not that kind of coaching. And so, I want to start with what the difference is between coaching and therapy. And I like a definition that one of the coaches that I have listened to and who molded a lot of who I am as a coach has said. And her kind of definition is a therapist is needed when you are performing below par for you. So it's it's kind of trying to get you back to quote unquote normal. It is backward facing. It's often focused on trauma or things that happened in your past that are negatively affecting your present. A coach, on the other hand, is focused when you are performing at par or even above par, but you want to take it to the next level. It is present facing and forward facing. And it often is focused on the thoughts, the feelings, and the actions that will get you where you want to go. So it's a very different thing. And of course, these are two very different professions as well. I know people who have started with therapy and move to coaching. I had a lot of therapy young earlier in my life, and now I'm a huge fan of coaching. Would I go to a therapist if I again had a major trauma in my life? Absolutely. I know others that started with coaching, but realized that what they needed was to deal with the past trauma. I've had people come to me for coaching, and the visual that I get with certain clients is that there's a wall. And when there is a wall between them and what they're trying to reach, then the next question that I'm asking, and I'm asking this person questions to help me understand what is that wall? And that wall can be issues around their past. If it's, you know, severe lack of self-confidence, it's severe fear of whatever it is, that is therapy territory. And I know someone in my life now who goes to both a therapist and a coach on a regular basis. So she has issues, past issues that she's dealing with with the therapist and she's trying to move forward in a a different area of her life with her coach. So then the next question becomes what kind of coach do you want? As I've mentioned in this podcast before, I was successful in finding the perfect coach for me because I knew exactly what I was looking for and I was able to articulate that As I spoke with potential coaches or people who knew coaches, I was able to say, you know, I am looking for someone to help me get into the weeds with my business and figure out either what's not working or what's working but could work better than it is now. If you're, for example, specifically looking for help with your career, what does that mean? So when I think about people who schedule consults with me, oftentimes there's a, a question on there is, you know, how are you hoping Lisa will help you or something along those lines? And they will say career coaching. Well, that's very vague because career coaching could be, I want to change careers career coaching could be i want to find a career career coaching could be i want to pivot from my current career i want to reinvent myself it could be a certain area of my career that i want to develop it could be that i want you know to become a better leader it's just so many things it's very vague so you want to really get clear do you want to improve your leadership skills? Do you wanna step into your power and have greater influence in your work? Do you wanna become a more efficient and effective decision maker? Do you want to improve your interpersonal or communication or delegation skills? Do you wanna know how to be more strategic in what you agree to do and how to say no when you need to? So those are all areas. And it's not to say that you only have to pick one of those areas to work with a coach, but when you can articulate very clearly What you need help with, that's going to help people help you. And it's also going to inform the kind of coaching that you need, which is the format of coaching, which I'm going to talk about in a moment. And notice that none of those goals are job search related. I tell people my primary coaching business is for people in job transition. So that's the primary focus of what I coach on. But the second rung of it is career coaching for people who want to stay in their current employer, at least for the time being, it doesn't mean they want to stay there forever, but they want to either move up in their current job, maybe get a promotion, do better at the job that they're in, kind of operate at optimal capacity. Here are some of the reasons that people come to me for job re, job search-related coaching. They want to improve their interview skills. They want to plan and execute a more strategic and effective job search. And they don't use exactly this language, but that's essentially what they're saying. I don't know how to look for a job. I'm looking on job boards. It's not working. I don't know what else there is to do. I don't know how to network. I'm you know I don't think my interview skills are very good. Maybe they want to learn how to be a better networker, and that's a, a useful skill regardless of whether you're job searching or not maybe they want to learn how to negotiate salary and benefits or they're thinking of a career pivot or reinvention but they don't know how to accomplish that on their own so those are some of the reasons that people come to me for job search related coaching within the coaching world there are generalists and there are specialists for example you could hire a general life coach that would help you maybe with your self-confidence taking the necessary steps to finish your degree or get an advanced degree or improve your marriage specialists are typically articulating their specialty and their marketing materials so they're very clear are they an interview coach specialist are they a salary negotiation coach are they a coach that helps female executives step into their power And I recently did an episode with Katrina McGee, who is a coach that helps people take a strategic sabbatical from their career to do it very in a planful way. So you want to identify exactly what kind of help you need and be able to articulate that to others. And if you're wondering, I would consider myself a semi-specialist. So I am in the job search realm. So I'm not a life coach that will help you. You know, don't don't call me if you're, you know, wanting to be a better parent. <laughs> I'm definitely not that person. So I do have an area of specialization, but I'm not as specific at someone as someone who is just an interview coach or just a salary negotiation negotiation coach. Because from the beginning, the vision for my practice was that i would be a full service job search provider so the documents the job search coaching everything you need to get from where you are now to where you want to be the next question we want to talk about is the format and and with a lot of nuances there's basically three kinds of coaching formats again lots of nuance you've got one-on-one coaching so you are meeting one-on-one with a coach on a regular basis there's nobody else involved Group coaching then is typically in a small environment, small group coaching, although it could be a lot of people, but oftentimes group coaching is, and I don't want to give a number here because it really is dependent on the goals of the group, what kind of coaching it is. For some types of coaching, a slightly larger group may be more advantageous, whereas in other groups, for other purposes, a group of no more than five or six would be probably the best fit. And then finally, there's the continuity program. And what that is, is a, a monthly program. And I'm going to talk about the advantages and maybe disadvantages of, of all of these. But continuity programs are, are typically things where you're buying into maybe a suite of services that are maybe available to you online. So one-on-one is going to clearly offer you the most individualized attention. And there's virtually no one size fits all solutions here because they are looking at you. And if you remember what I said at the outset, I was very clear in saying, I knew I wanted a one-on-one coach because in, no of, in none other of these settings or, or arrangements, would I have someone who would be going into my marketing materials, my backend, oh, my mailing list, my database, all of those things and helping me to figure out what's going on. The downside with one-on-one coaching is going to be the, the the cost. It's the most expensive option out there because, again, you know, that coach is only making money from you during that period of time. Group coaching gives you a benefit of a community of other people. And then the synergy that comes from working with them. So you've got this group of people, maybe if it's a job search, and I've done group coaching and will again for job search. And so there's some synergy in. Maybe I'm a little shy and I don't like to ask questions, but there's another person in the group that seems to always ask the question that I really want to ask. Or we can share job leads and ideas or strategies that have helped us with job search. The other benefit for group coaching is it is typically a more affordable option than one-on-one. The downside of it, of course, is going to be that lack of individualized attention and customized solutions there can be a little bit of a loss of accountability in a group it depends on how it's structured it depends on how big it is and really how focused is the group on the accountability piece some group coaches coaching programs aren't going to have any accountability at all although you could certainly ask someone in the group to be an accountability partner with you offline continuity programs are are often also called monthly programs this is going to typically be the lowest cost option it can sometimes be a monthly pay as you go so i know one coach who offers a very broad coaching program for 297 a month and you get all kinds of there's a schedule every month or every week really of what Programs you can tune into live. Everything's recorded so you can pick it up after the fact. There's a vault of resources online that you can access at any time. And you actually, with that particular program, get 20 minutes of one-on-one coaching a week. So you do actually get some one-on-one so I, I mentioned it could be a monthly pay as you go. Her program was 297. I know someone else who was marketing her programming as, as program as an annual and it was like 497 or 597 for a whole year for her continuity program. So you get this community. So there may be hundreds or thousands of people in the community. So there may be like a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group or something that you can connect with others in the group. It may also be set up, the one that I mentioned, that's $2.97 a month. She sets it up specifically in a way that there is no connection between people in the group for whatever reason. I don't know what her rationale was on that, but you don't know who else is in the group. You don't know how many people are in the group or... You know who they are or anything about them the downside is clearly the lack of individualized attention so it's much easier to slip through the cracks in this kind of group and kind of scoot by unnoticed not take advantage there's all these things and you're not really getting your money's worth because you're not taking advantage of things and definitely if accountability is a big issue for you and whatever it is that you want to achieve probably a continuity program is not going to be your best unless it is somehow set up with a very strong accountability component. Next question, now what? Now that you've determined your goal for coaching and you have an idea as to which format would best meet your needs, now you want to meet with potential coaches to get a feel for what it would be like to work with them and to see if there is chemistry there, right? Do you connect with this person? I'll make a a perfect example of why it's so important to meet with people. And this was not actually someone that I met with, but I kept seeing her sponsored ads on Facebook or LinkedIn, whatever it was. And I finally clicked on, they were videos, and I finally clicked on one. And her voice was so strident and nasal. And I just thought it was the worst voice. And I thought, oh my gosh, I I couldn't stand to be coached by that. That voice is, does not work for me at all so it could be something like that it could be it could just be a it's not like there's anything wrong with that person there's nothing wrong with anybody it's just not a good fit you probably won't meet individually with the with the group leader the coach for a continuity program And maybe not even with a group program. So you may have to rely on a video that you sit in front of. And, you know, if you're interested, sign here kind of thing. So just keep that in mind. But with one on one coaching, it is very reasonable to expect that they will have something in the form of a discovery call. I call them consults. I've heard lots of names for them, but it is something between 15 minutes to an hour that you spend with that individual. And it is not a coaching session, but it is an assessment. Of sorts in getting to know you and what challenges you're facing. And then the coach can let you know if he or she can help you and what that would look like. So, some considerations that I want you to think about as you interact with the coach, whether it's, you know, they themselves, someone from their team, or materials that you receive about the program. Number one, do I believe in this person's ability to help me based on everything I'm seeing, hearing? Maybe I've vetted this person out. Do I believe that this person has? the knowledge, skills, compassion, whatever it is, to help me. Next, is there anything about this person that would inhibit my ability to be helped by them? Really, really annoying strident voice would be an example. Does the format they use work for me? What about the dates and times? So, if this is a program that really relies heavily on you attending in person and maybe it's a small group coaching and it's at a time that you can never be available and there's nothing you can do to change your schedule you know maybe maybe that's a deterrent maybe it's not but you want to factor it in do i want to rely solely on the recordings and not being able to ask questions live or interact with the other people live and then finally have they helped people like me with problems similar to mine so is this someone who can relate to this issue that i'm trying to get help with now i'm not a stickler about whether or not a coach has a coaching credential although i do prefer it because i know that then they understand what coaching is it isn't i early in my experience with coaches i signed up for a coaching program And it wasn't a coaching program. And I tell people, frankly, that I knew going in that it wasn't a coaching program, but I really didn't. I recognized it afterwards. But these people were not trained coaches, and they were really more of consultants. They were telling us what to do, which is not what a coach does. Some people want ICF certified coaches and they make a big deal out of that. A lot of companies, when they hire coaching companies to come in and, and, you know, coach for their executives, they want ICF certified coaches. I went through a program that was ICF qualified, meaning that it would be just another couple of steps to become an ICF certified coach. I didn't want to take those steps that didn't interest me. My main concern is, do I believe this person can help me regardless of the certification that they have and finally i want to give you a word about price price shouldn't be the driving factor in choosing a coach or coaching program but it's going to be a consideration it certainly is when i have selected coaches so to give you kind of a a little bit of a range you might get a brand new coach out there who made and typically brand new coaches are doing one-on-one coaching they don't have the the skill nor do they have the followership to build a group right off the bat. Typically the model for coaching is you start with one-on-one, then you go to group, then you go to continuity programs. So you could find someone who's been recently certified or maybe isn't certified doing it on the side and and may charge as little as $50 an hour. That's kind of bottom basement per hour charge. However, some people will offer their coaching services for free as part of their certification so i know with icf coaches and and the coaching program that that i went through i had to go through a certain number of hours of coaching and so while some people will try to charge for that other people just want to get the experience they don't want to deal with having to sell to people quite yet so they give it away for free so fifty dollars is low end and more experienced and specialized coaches are going to charge well over a thousand dollars an hour if you're talking about someone who's coaching CEOs it could be much higher than that. Group programs may be less expensive than one-on-one but not always you have to you know look at that and again here's what I would pay for a one-on-one coach and here's what I would get here's what I would pay for group coach here's what I get and which one met best meets the goals that I have. Continuity programs are generally going to be the least expensive option. I mentioned to you $2.97 a month, $597 a year. And with especially with continuity programs, you really want to understand the time commitment you're making. So what I mean by that is, am I signing up for a year and there's ramifications if I don't, you know, stay in it for a year? How will I make the payments? You know, how is that set up? Do I feel, you know, say that my my money and my banking information is safe and all of that but also in terms of time commitment if i do this continuity purpose so for example the one that's 297 a month there is in their kind of areas of specialization she has weight loss business stop overeating stop drinking money related stuff so she's got all these kind of sub specialties if you will so you know, if I were looking at continuity programs and I thought, okay, good price, $297 a month, but is one of those areas, do am I going to get what I need? Well, yeah, if I'm trying to lose weight, she's a great resource. If I'm trying to build up my my faith, you know, and and be a better Christian or or whatever my my faith is, she's not gonna be the right choice. She doesn't offer that she wouldn't necessarily be a good offer if you have a business goal but it just depends on what that professional goal is because it there may be a life coaching component right you may need some life coaching to help you achieve that goal as well as maybe some business coaching or something like that so you want to know so the time commitment in terms of when are the classes? How often do I attend? You know, do I have bandwidth in my schedule to get into that vault and to take advantage of all these things? Or am I, you know, kind of throwing money away because I can't use all of that? So I hope this has given you some food for thought. I love coaching. I love being coached. And I have a coach. I think that <laughs> it's actually a really good question to ask if you talk to a coaches you know, are you working with a coach? Because for the most part, all coaches should be working with coaches and they can absolutely help you to achieve your goals more quickly and more effectively than you would otherwise. So I hope this has been helpful and I will see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review and subscribe to this podcast.